The pursuit of the Stanley Cup. Which one of these two teams will be hoisting the cup for the first time? Will it be the Vegas Golden Knights or the Florida Panthers? Each franchise lacked a lot of believers this past season along the way, but they are here in the cup final. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco here from Las Vegas. I am at the Park MGM Hotel, just a few steps away from T-Mobile Arena, and that'll be the site of Games 1 and 2. I am from Lockdown Golden Knights, and here in Las Vegas, and Armando Mondo Velez of Lockdown Florida Panthers joins us from Florida, and this is a special edition, our crossover edition on the Lockdown Network. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And, of course, uh, you could find us wherever you get your podcast. And we are on Twitter, myself, at Tony Dasco, at Lockdown VGK, Lockdown Golden Knights, if you are watching us on YouTube. And he is at Mondoman, at L-O underscore FLA Panthers and Lockdown Panthers NHL. That's an awful lot. Mondo, we've talked along the way ourselves here during the course of the season and never in our wildest dreams did we think that we would be here with the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, uh, it, it's funny because uh, listening to even the different Locked On shows and, uh, and of course, some of the ad, ad breaks in between the ad locators uh, and, of course, the Locked On Sports Today using uh, – will it a first time stanley cup winner then using my quote from a recent episode saying that i didn't envision that the florida panthers would be playing hockey on june 1st uh but here we are the florida panthers are in the stanley cup final for their second time in franchise history and the vegas Golden knights have an opportunity to to win their first stanley cup as well being their second time in uh franchise history as well and uh it's, it's crazy because something has to give between these two teams because the Vegas Golden Knights have taken down four 100-point scores uh, in Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Conor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Jason Robertson, excuse me, four, and they're looking to get another one in Matthew Kachuk while the Florida Panthers are on the quest to beat the top four out of five in, in, the, in the NHL if they, were, if they are to win this series. And so uh, we're breaking this down today in three parts. Uh, the first one is the biggest storylines. You've already started on some of the storylines. And what are some of the key players to watch for? That'll be our second segment. And then we will also have our predictions. VGK fans, I have a love and hate relationship with all of them, with my predictions, my picks uh, for each series. I've gone against VGK Mondo in each and every series. Uh, so while VGK won the division, and it had the best regular season in the NHL's Western Conference. Uh, the Florida Panthers, meanwhile, uh, they were the last team into the playoffs. And what a Cinderella story this has been for the Panthers. What is the biggest storyline, do you feel? Uh, what, if, you, if you had a choice, uh, what would you say is the biggest storyline heading into the series against the Vegas Golden Knights? 
it's funny because this is a Cinderella story, but it doesn't feel like a Cinderella story all at the same time. If you know what I mean, because this is a team that won the President's Trophy last year. But, of course, they had quite a bit of turnover in the offseason. Of course, uh, they have embraced the role of underdog, or in the Florida Panthers' case, under cats uh, for, 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 this, uh, for this whole playoff run. And, uh, and of course, bringing in Paul Maurice as well after everything that happened with uh, Andrew Burnett um, taking over as the interim coach just seven games into last season, getting the President's Trophy, and then uh, getting swept by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, of course, uh, something had to change. The style of play had to change for the Panthers. Bill Zito didn't think that they could win with uh, Jonathan Huberdeau and made that, made that big trade for Kachuk. And, of course, there's a lot of dead cap on the roster for the Florida Panthers. And... And it, it and also for the players who have been here since the since the beginning, the guys who were drafted here, like Barkov and Ekblad, they they it, it took them a little bit to even get to the playoffs. It took it took them until 2016 because of Barkov was drafted in 2013, Ekblad number one overall in 2014. Of course, that was also a new ownership change too at the time too. And of course, um, bringing in the Army Yager at the time uh, to get them to the postseason. Of course, they lose in six. But then they go, they plateau for a few years, and of course, coaching change as well. But of course, unforeseen circumstances and things out of their control with Joel Quenville, and and of course, with with now making this coaching change with Paul Maurice. And of course, let's not forget a, a GM change too. And Bill Zito, he's in year three of of being with the Florida Panthers and making really starting to make this team his own team, really, because there's only three players left from the Florida Panthers from the Stanley Cup bubble and. And just uh, this this team had to go through growing pains of learning, of getting to work with new players and get to work under a new system as well, changing their system as well, because they're not that same rush team that created so many goals, who broke so many regular season records over the last 20 some odd years. Uh, and, and But this is a, a, a more of a create on, on broken plays and, and being trying to be responsible in their own zone. And it's really come to fruition. Uh, in the postseason, of course, let's also not forget that the Bobrovsky contract was considered a bad contract for the first four years of it, and it really hasn't paid off paid off until now. Yeah, ten million dollars a year for Bobrovsky. Um, we have coaches, of course. Uh, Paul Maurice goes from the west to the east, and then we've got uh, South Beach Bruce Bruce Cassidy. Cassidy goes from the east to the west. Uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, I think the biggest storylines, uh, Mondo, pretty much, you know, how VGK got here to this point, how they've improved each and every series, and how this be it really has become a team effort this year, uh, more so than relying on just one player or a superstar. That superstar, of course, could be Jack Eichel, but he was injured, and he's given up a lot of his offense to play defense. Uh, VGK disposing of Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Dallas along the way. And they come off perhaps their most convincing victory. Cassidy said that that was the best victory of the season, the 6 to nothing win in game number six in Dallas. And they just dominated there. And who knows if that's an omen of uh, things to come. And uh, again, this is uh, the first postseason for Jack Eichel. And he is the leading scorer for the Golden Knights despite not scoring a goal in the last series. Ivan Barbashev um, has been a player, I think, game after game consistently that has really helped out, and he digs up the loose pucks, and he does a lot of the dirty work for that top line. Jonathan Marcheseau with nine goals. William Carlson, as you know, 
Vegas Bjorn, hashtag Vegas Bjorn, one of my favorite players of all time. He has 10 goals, hashtag. And, and they've stepped up, you know. And again, for VGK in Florida, I have to also believe a lot of the focus will be on the goaltenders uh, because mm-hmm. it's been a goaltending carousel here in Vegas. And hopefully uh, the Vegas Golden Knights can still get that same consistent play. Hopefully for you and the Florida Panthers, Sergei Bobrovsky can continue to play at his level. But when I looked at, you know, the numbers and broke things down, Mondo, uh, you could see where for VGK, Aiden Hill, uh, 7-3, 2.07 goals against average, and a .937 save percentage. And you're talking about a goaltender that was perhaps the second or third man in the line. Um, again, um, Logan Thompson gets injured. Uh, he goes down. Hill gets a lot of playing time. Um, and then you have Laurent Brossois. We call him Brossois here in Vegas. And then he gets injured. He goes down. Jonathan Quick is acquired. He's a backup. Uh, he got shelled a couple of games like we thought he would. And so I think a lot, we're going to see a lot out of the goaltending position uh, coming up in this series. Coming up next, we've got key players to watch. This is our crossover edition. It's the quest for the cup. It's the Locked On Golden Knights and the Locked On Florida Panthers. Back with more right after this. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time, the Game Time app, has a lot of deals on tickets right up until the day of the event. And currently right across the street from where I'm sitting right now at T-Mobile Arena, uh, the lowest price tickets were 437 bucks. But of course, hang on. Hang out, hang out there at Toshiba Plaza, listen to Little John, and maybe you'll get a deal on all your tickets. Of course, uh, the Game Time app, it definitely helps us out a lot. You always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat right before you buy them. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds and tickets are sent directly to you and to your phone, so you never have to go digging through your emails. So we have a special offer for you. If you download the GameTime app today and create an account, just use the code LOCKEDON, LOCKEDON NHL, that is, for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the redeem code off the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Lock Golden Knights. Tony Cresco, Armando Mondo Velez of Lockdown Panthers. And this is not a team from Florida. It's actually a team that plays in Sunrise, Florida. Can you explain the differences? I mean, what is it, about 20 or 30 miles? I keep saying Miami, but you had to correct me. I know on Twitter. <laughs> 33 miles to be exact from downtown Miami. Uh, so, so West Bro- West Broward County, where right behind Sawgrass Expressway, all you see is wetlands there, and it's across the street from a mall. Um, and then if you take I-75 uh, north, uh, all you see is land, land, land. If you're heading towards uh, Naples, uh, Fort Myers, Estero, but then there's most of the action is out east uh, for for the or uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale and all that. So it's like around 20 minutes east uh, Fort Lauderdale is from Sunrise, Florida. Okay, so today was media uh, in Las Vegas. And 
because uh, uh, Chris had asked him about VGK and what he felt the Golden Knights would think of in his play and all the fans. And he said, they're going to hate me. They're going to absolutely hate me. So uh, let's talk about uh, some of the top players, some of the key players. And do you feel, uh, I have to ask you, Mondo, do you feel that the Florida Panthers have an edge in physicality in this series? I mean, it, it, I mean, Radko Gudisla, um is a consistent top leaders, not only on the Florida Panthers and hits, but also in the NHL as well. And, and that that's a and him along with Sam Bennett are two guys who who are definitely bring the physicality for for the Panthers as well and and of course Kachuk with what he can do after the whistle as well and I mean he got into it with Brett Burns in the last round too so yeah definitely not not afraid to lay out some hits uh, there it's it's a uh, as far as impact players the. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, of course, is one of them, of course, uh, uh, leading the team in points, th third in shot on goals behind Brandon Montour and uh, Sam Bennett and second best in shooting percentage right behind uh, Sam Reinhardt, who he's going to face his uh, former teammate. Uh, so they played like 300 some odd games together, him and uh, Jack Eichel there as well. So that's a great uh, that's a big uh, storyline as far as teammates. Uh, unfortunately, the storyline of team former teammates play, uh, playing against each other is not going to be Patrick Hornquist and Phil Kessel. As both of them are not playing in, in this uh, series, it looks like. But Barkov is another uh, impact player for the Panthers of what he, he does on the defensive end with back checking, just like how Jack Eichel does with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, and really didn't pick it up offensively until uh, round three. And. And of course, uh, and of course, I want to see how it's also matched up with uh, Mark Stone as well as as both of them were in the in the Selkie conversation in 2021, and, and third in points right behind for Hagee and uh, Kachuk, and third one is Bobrovsky. Um, we talk about, a little bit about the goaltenders, but I'm not really too much of an analytics person, but goal save above expected for Sergey Bobrovsky is at 19, while Aiden Hills is at 6.4, and the next and the next closest guy. Was is Igor Shosturkin at eight point four, I believe, and he got eliminated in round one. That's just amazing. But but also, what's at stake? Uh, one of the, on the document that we that we saw right before we hit record, it it we it talked about what's at stake for certain players. And this is the first time I'm mentioning this on the show. I've thought about this in my head, and of course, with how Bobrovsky has performed ever since coming into Game Three. And then starting in game four, and it's crazy because his numbers are the way they are, even though he didn't play a great uh, game four against Boston, but had a great breakaway stop on Brad Marchand in game five um, in round one, and then Marty Natchez in game one in the third period that, right, just crazy to think that three hours later, they would come out with that game winner in quadruple overtime, which the biggest Golden Knights have also won their fair share of overtimes in game one and two uh, in, uh, in the Western Conference final, but what is at stake for Sergei Bobrovsky? And this is the first time I'm mentioning it, the Hall of Fame, because he's a two-time Vezina Trophy winner. And right now for the Florida Panthers, he's the Conn Smythe leader uh, for, for, for them in how he's performed. And it's crazy because how Bobrovsky has played, especially on the penalty kill. The Florida Panthers gave up 11 power play goals in round one. Since then, they've only given up four. And how they played at even strength really carried them in game one against Carolina, especially with Sergey Bobrovsky going 55 of 55 and then helping the Panthers and keep ha, keeping them in the game. And then Matthew Kachuk scores uh, three uh, game-winning goals and then assist on, on, on the other one to Sam Reinhardt in game three in that one nothing win as well. And then the other one is uh, 
Carter Verhage and and as well playing on that top line with Sasha Barkov, what Barkov can do at the defensive end, and then with um, Verhage and Duclair go on on the rush the other way. I mean, even 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 if it's like a three on two, uh, Carter Verhage can shoot it from uh, from from the circles as well, and he's a he's a he's a really sharp shooter. So those are the the four uh, um, impact players for the Florida Panthers. Yeah, and for VGK, of course, uh, you talk about former Florida Panthers. Uh, we've got Jonathan Marchessault yeah. here in Las Vegas, yeah. and we have Riley Smith, a couple of players uh, that are major contributors and former line mates on the Misfit line. And Okay, so I know you have your heat hat on there as well. And so would you say, Bobrovsky, this will be his series to prove his worth to get into the Hall of Fame the way Eric Spolster, I think, has proven his way into the Hall of Fame. Is that fair? I, I guess it's fair to say, and it's crazy uh, when, when you think about both the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final, how the Denver Nuggets were coming off a whole bunch of rest and then how how the Heat were grinding out in a, in a seven-game series. And then it, you could say the same thing about the Stanley Cup Final with the Vegas Golden Knights going to six games. Um, I, I, I said that I didn't care who the Florida Panthers faced. Part of me wanted the Vegas Golden Knights to win game five just so that Game one could have started on May 31st instead of this big wait. But if it was going to extend past five, let it go to seven. But of course, unfortunately, you had the worst case scenario with it ending in six and this wait for the Florida Panthers. But hey, they've uh, they're five and zero coming off an ex- a break of five plus days uh, since the start of training camp and outscoring their opponents 29 to 11. So rest is not going to be an issue for the Florida Panthers here. VGK has done a number in five-on-five five, uh, throughout the first three series, and uh, that could be a trend that continues. Um, and then also, we heard from Aiden Hill at Media Day, his favorite player that he modeled his game after, Roberto Luanga. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, for VGK, I mentioned earlier Jack Eichel. I think everything starts with Eichel, even though, again, when he he's always, to me, the best skater on the ice for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's the best player. He's the best player that can get things started on the rush. Um, he finds teammates. He had an unbelievable uh, backhanded assist to Jonathan Marchessault in the last series. Um, and I think, again, he's become a much better defensive player, leads the team with 18 playoff points so far. And this coming after, he... And South Beach Bruce, because he get he gets that one day tan in Florida. I don't know how, uh, but they met up in Cape Cod uh, before the start of the season over uh, last summer, and this is what Cassidy wanted to see out of Jack Eichel, and he's responded so well. Um, some of the other players uh, that you need to watch, for some reason, William Carlson scores 14 goals during the course of the regular season and then comes to life has 10 goals in the postseason and is a much different player. And Jonathan Marcheseau currently with nine points, uh, the fourth line uh, VGK had a lot of hop in that last game against Dallas. And one of the reasons why was because they put Nick Wah back in the centering position on the fourth line. Keegan Colasar scored. Hey, I got to tell you, Mondo, if William Carrier scores not two backhanded goals like he did in this uh, the last series, if he scores one, then everything is going well for the Vegas Golden Knights because that's a guy that tried the backhanded shot like all of the entire season, and it never went into the net. Uh, but again, uh, we mentioned Aiden Hill, uh, Mark Stone, 
very quiet the last uh, playoff series. Um, and you can find Stone, a very unselfish player, currently on the third line. They'll mix up a lot of what they do. You'll see, uh, again, a lot of the lines, uh, checking lines that the Florida Panthers put out there on the ice. And then, uh, you know, so Stone is the uh, the captain. And uh, Alex Petrangelo, defensively, I just have to talk about him. He plays the most minutes for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, it's him and Alec Martinez that are paired defensively. Um, at times, they play really well. At times, they don't. Uh, but Petrangelo could be a scoring threat especially on the power play. He likes those point shots. He has one goal. He has eight assists over the course of these playoffs. Uh, Coming up next, we will break down the Stanley Cup final series. We will also have, I know everyone's waiting for it, our predictions on the road to the 2023 Stanley Cup. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. He is Armando Mondo Velez of Lockdown Panthers. Back with more right after this. Welcome back to our crossover edition. Tony Cardasco of Locked On Golden Knights. Armando Velez, Locked On Panthers. And coming up on Saturday night, it's all on the line. Game number one of the Stanley Cup final. Do you have any key stats or anything that you want to point out? Any of the keys uh, coming up in this series between VGK and the Panthers? Uh, yeah, uh, I. As far as as far as stats, I think what has made the Florida Panthers so successful is how they start periods and how they end periods. And here's an interesting stat. I don't know how it is on the Vegas Golden Knights side, but first three minutes of a period and then last three minutes of, of, of a period, the Florida Panthers have 17 goals in, in, in the first three minutes and the last three minutes combined in, in throughout the whole entire postseason. And they are coming out hot. They are probably very amped up in the in the locker room as well and of course if you've seen the documentary the docuseries quest of the stanley cup you see a bone in their mouth and which is actually not a dog bone it's actually a bone from a steak uh that mark Stahl uh, might have still spilled the beans at, at media day uh when it comes to that so highly recommend that documentary the quest of the cup but yeah 17 goals in in the in the is uh, hey mondo is the rest of that steak in his beard uh, no, uh, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't see it from the from the video, for, at least from the from the first two that I've seen. They're, actually, the fourth one came out. I still have. I, I still have to uh, watch that. So definitely one I uh, to check out on uh, ESPN Plus. But yeah, the the and also um, I think the Florida Panthers do have the special teams advantage here as far as how they're converting on the power play. Their penalty kill has progressed. Throughout the throughout the postseason, they've just gotten a lot better. And of course, uh, a few under the radar. I want to talk about some under the radar players for for the Florida Panthers. Um, Gus Forsling uh, is definitely getting his opportunity as the top pair defenseman. Of course, with Weger being traded uh, to the to the Calgary Flames in that uh, John the Huberdeau uh, Kachuk deal, and then uh, how 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 is he going to defend uh, the Vegas Golden Knights when they're on the rush, especially because they're a great rush team, especially when they're five on five and and the Florida Panthers, if they make a mistake on on a pinch, uh, Sam Bennett uh, on how how they are on the forecheck as well, where the Vegas Golden Knights are very quick to get the puck out of their own zone. So I'm interested to see how the Florida Panthers take their chances and how aggressive they are uh, there. And you mentioned the fourth line in the last segment. Here's a stat that I an interesting stat that I saw from the Vegas Golden Knights of Carrier, Waugh, and Kolasar. Even though they're outshot attempted, 29 to 30. They're, the Fenwick stat, which is unblocked shots, 
They lead plus nine in that category. 27 to 18 of shots that are not blocked to, to the net. So they are getting bodies up front. So I'm also interested to see how the fourth line goes against the fourth line of Lombard, Stahl, and, and Colin White. So and also Anton Lundell. He's been pointless in the last six games and started to come alive in the in the in the second round series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And of course he's playing with the line that that Etula Strain is more of the defensive forward. Sam Reinhardt is a sniper slash net front presence as well. So I'm also interested to see how Anton Lindell come if he's to come alive because he's he is viewed as the future two C of this Florida Panthers team and has of course had his uh his uh, sophomore slump in the season, but started to come alive. Uh, but also in- interested to see how he pair- pairs up with uh, uh, the-, the third line of the Vegas Golden Knights as well. Yeah. And, you know, another player that I did not talk about defensively, Zach Whitecloud is plus 12 currently uh, for VGK. So uh, that's a player that is just helping things out and might not contribute on the stat sheet but he's on the ice when VGK scores. And Jack Eichel, um, in games that he scores a goal in, I think uh, now there's something like 7-2, uh, and two, I believe, in games, or 7-1 and one, um, in games that he's scored a goal or at least a point. Um, so Eichel is definitely someone you have to, again, keep your eyes on. Uh, for VGK, they cannot turn the puck over. The 24 turnovers in game number five against Dallas, uncharacteristic of this team, and that's something that they really need to work on. Painting puck for the pucks that Bruce Cassidy says is uh, vital is that VGK keeps fighting for pucks and plays hard. Um, and special teams, as you mentioned, Mondo, um, I think Florida does have an advantage. But here's something that's really interesting that I dug up Florida draws a lot of penalties. And VGK was one of the least penalized teams in the National Hockey League. And so something has to get there. And I think that that's a real interesting mm-hmm. stat. Uh, I think sl- slot battles on both ends of the ice are going to be really important. And I think that's something that concerns Bruce Cassidy as well. And then in my unsung hero um, X-Factor category, uh, your consmite winner, if VGK wins this series, will be Ivan Barbashev. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I mean, he's got 15 points. No one mentions him. Um, again, one of those trade line acquisitions for VGA comes over with the pedigree uh, from St. Louis up before, and he's got uh, fifth points in 17 games in the playoff. And so that, uh, and he sucks in the corners and forechecking and doing all, uh, like, like I said, a lot of the dirty work um, for VGK. I think the Golden Knights, too, Mondo, might have an edge in cup experience. I think there are three players, right, on the Panthers that have cup experience. And here in uh, Vegas, we've got all sorts of players from Alec Martinez to Alex Petrangelo. Uh, Barbashev, um, a lot of players that have uh, Stanley Chandler Cup. Stevenson. Uh, Chandler Stevenson, of course, uh, on the 
uh, cup winning. We know that Washington team that came here uh, to Las Vegas and beat VGK four games to one back in 2018. Uh, how do you think like the media and the fans in South Florida are, what is their perception of the Vegas Golden Knights? Uh, I, well, I, I can only speak for myself as far as, uh, as far as, uh, perception of the Vegas Golden Knights, but Hey, they're, they're embracing, they're saying their mentality is because they were able to beat the president's trophy winning Boston Bruins. And, and, and of course, beating the high powered Maple Leafs power play as well. And then of course the strong defensive team in Carolina as well, who they, they took that the lunch money of Brett Burns and Jacob Slavin, that pair, especially in that, in that series, uh, that they think that, that, there, this is still a great, a big challenge for the Florida Panthers, but they, they, a lot of people view this team as a team that is that can play with anyone in in the in the postseason as well. So that at least at least that's the consensus that I see from. And I don't I don't buy the whole story about the when people talk about all oh, the expansion rules favored them or, or you know what it's bad management by by teams around the the NHL i mean the florida panthers are are definitely the pure, the pure example of that and honestly the also with the, when it comes to ltir as well it it works if you can put it in your favor do it i mean the florida panthers were able to activate anthony duclair because of ltir as well and also they were able to sign Eric Stahl because of Aaron Ekblad going on LTIR early in the season because he Eric Stahl did not start the season with the Panthers. He was on a PTO, and then he was released from it too. And because of that salary cap space that they had, they were able to get Eric Stahl into, into, into the organiz, back into the organization after being there in training camp too. So I don't really necessarily buy those stories that people want to say about, about VGK. I mean, yeah, and, and listen – um, Mark Stone uh, on on the other side. I mean, he's been hurt a lot through the last uh, few years. But man, when I broke it down on yesterday's uh, show, how when when he's in a lineup, he definitely elevates the game of Chandler Stevenson as well. Um, even though Chandler Stevenson has been up and down the lineup from top top line to to third as well. So definitely uh, definitely uh, a, a big challenge ahead for for the Florida Panthers as well. And like you said. Cup experience. Mark Stahl been to a cup, but he didn't win one. Eric Stahl went to a Stanley Cup in his second year and won with the Carolina Hurricanes. Carver Hagee was playing in a minimal role with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then of course uh, signed with the Florida Panthers for free. Uh, of course, uh, funny enough, Jonathan Marshall so was with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then he got they got uh, him in a, in a signing, and then of course what happened in the expansion draft as well. So a little bit of correlations here with with both of these teams uh, as they are fighting for Lord Stanley's cup. Uh, also one, one more note about the goaltending uh, situation uh, for both teams. This is the first time that both that two goalies are facing in the Stanley cup final that did not start the postseason since 1969. So right. it's a very interesting storyline there for the goaltenders. And Hill was one and one against the Florida Panthers. And especially it's, that's a crazy stat in and of itself because VGK had that goalie carousel and by luck of the draw, Aiden Hill faced the Panthers twice this season in both meetings, which is crazy. And then, you know, I was looking at uh, the runs there in the streaks. And so Aiden Hill stopped at one point 58 shots in a row. And Sergei Bobrovsky, correct me if I'm wrong, was it 65 shots? I think he stopped in a row. 
Mm-hmm. And so when these goaltenders get into a zone, watch out. And I think the hotter goaltender will be the eventual winner of uh, this series. It is time, Mondo Velez, Locked On Panthers. It is time for your prediction. Who takes home the Stanley Cup? Uh, well, well hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start this by saying in the first two series with the Florida Panthers against the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs, I did not pick the Panthers in either of the series. And then after, right after they defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs, they made me a believer and saying, wow, this, uh, this team is bought in. This team is, it's not always the team that is the best team record-wise. It's the team that's hottest at the right time. And it's crazy, even though a lot of people like to talk about them being in only because of the Pittsburgh Penguins losing to Chicago Blackhawks. But, you know, there's 82 games to, to nitpick, at, and that's not one of that's not one to nitpick. It just happened to be at the end of the season. But the, the run that they went on after, it's just the goaltender's hot. Matthew Kachuk is hungry. Alexander Barkov is, uh, is a, the, that quiet leader who's really on the scene for the NHL. You can no longer put the underrated – tag on him but I I picked the Panthers in the last series against the Carolina Hurricanes I picked them in six uh to win and they exceeded my expectations and the Panthers are right now they've won eight straight road games the only road game that they've lost in the Stanley Cup playoffs was game one of the Boston series and now and they are two wins away from tying the LA Kings of 2012 and this has so many so many correlations to that 2012 LA Kings uh, roster where Jonathan Quick, uh, of course, who's on the Vegas Golden Knights now, had that run. Of course, uh, relating Anze Kopitar to Alexander Barkov as well, Drew Doughty uh, to Aaron Ekblad as well. But I'm a believer in this Florida Panthers team. I I think that it is going to – I think that they are going to take Lord Stanley's Cup for the first time in franchise history. And it's it's going to – South Florida is really going to – should be shown as a staple for hockey lore because I mean, look what happened with the Tampa Bay Lightning the last uh, three years of making it to the Cup, and and look what the Panthers have built in four straight postseason runs, and 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 this and this uh, region is really hungry for for a winner, and so I'm going to say Panthers in six, and I will be at games three, four, and six, and if there is a cup clinching scenario on the road, you might see me in Vegas. That would be great. We welcome you here. Uh, and, you know, I think we're both on a similar path in that you had a big quote. I had a quote about Vegas being a team of destiny because each and every night it's a different player for the Vegas Golden Knights that has been stepping up and they're winning games late in contest. Same thing, you know, like uh, I think it's the same route as the Florida Panthers uh, to some degree, although uh, VGK often overlooked again. They won the Pacific Division. They won the Western Conference, both regular and postseason titles. Think about that. And here, even in the last series, overlooked, and even by me, I've got to admit. So I've gone against VGK the last three series. Each series, I picked against them. And now the fans are mad because my latest prediction on the Stanley Cup on the final is I have the Golden Knights. They're thinking that I'm going to jinx VGK. I've got the Golden Knights winning this series in six. And I am by no stretch a homer. (laughs) Far from it. I'm very critical of this team and ownership. 
I like a lot of the players. I don't like some of the others. And we'll have to see how this shakes out. But I think that this could be, uh, for sure, a tremendous series. And we are looking forward to it. And when Bruce Cassidy, South Beach Bruce, when he arrives back there, can you go out and share some of his trade secrets on how to get that Instatan? <laughs> hey, I, I have one myself, so I, I definitely can uh, help help out uh, Bruce Cassidy. Ho hopefully it's in a losing effort. <laughs> Mondo, you're the best. It is so great to catch up with you. Um, again, either the Florida Panthers or the Vegas Golden Knights will take home the Stanley Cup for their organization for the first time ever. Things are set. And we appreciate, again, Mondo Velez. Thanks for making us your first listen out there each and every day, especially our everydayers. Uh, we sure do appreciate you on our podcast and on our YouTube channels. Uh, you could find me at Tony Dasco, the co-host of my show here in Vegas, is Chris Golick, who covered Media Day really well uh, earlier on Friday. And he is at TD Chris G. You could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK. Lockdown Golden Knights on YouTube. And uh, Mondo, you are at Mondo Man and at Mondo Elmo. Man 12. Mondo Man 12. Mondo Man 12. I missed that. Okay. Um, and at L O underscore F L A Panthers, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. And then also Lockdown Panthers NHL, right? On YouTube? On the, on the YouTube, yep. Okay. We appreciate you. Great to see you. Hopefully we'll see you here in uh, Vegas later on in the series, and we'll definitely catch up and do this once again. For Armando Velez from Lockdown Panthers, I'm Tony Cardasco in Las Vegas for Lockdown Golden Knights, and we appreciate you tuning in to the road to the 23 Stanley Cup. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On AHL Network, including Locked On AHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steer Roden, and Locked On AHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first system of the day. And every day, make sure you come back for Sunday's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It will be a post-game edition of the show as we break down game one between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm Armando Velez with Tony Cordasco, and you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.